Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This holiday season, the best gifts are personal. And there's nothing more personal than the gift of good health. Whether your loved one runs, bikes, hikes, plays sports, or simply wants to improve their wellness, Inside Tracker is the most personalized way to make sure their body stays in it for the long haul. Gift cards and clothes are impersonal and kind of expected, right? So why not get your loved ones a gift that is truly special and unique to them? This Black Friday, save $200 on Inside Tracker's Ultimate Plan the most comprehensive way to get personalized insight into their body's well-being. No two people achieve optimal health the same way. Your age, genes, nutrition, and lifestyle all play a part. But no matter who you're shopping for, Inside Tracker's personalized nutrition and performance system provides the most detailed analysis of their biomarker data from blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness tracking. Inside Tracker gives them the power to live a healthier, longer life through concrete personalized action plans consisting of proven science-backed recommendations. So head to insidetracker.com slash artofbeingwell today to save $200 on Inside Tracker's ultimate plan and enjoy 25% off site-wide to give the gift of personalized health. Hi. It's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up, everyone? It's Dr. Will Cole, and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam. I started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers in the world over a decade ago. And I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book, and The Inflammation Spectrum, and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, and there's lots of free resources there as well, you can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. All right, let's get to today's guest. He is a dear, dear friend of mine. He is a brother, he is a mentor, and he is an esteemed colleague in 
the health and wellness functional medicine space. He is a legend. He is Dr. Alejandro Younger. Dr. Alejandro Younger is a New York Times bestselling author of many books like Clean, Clean Gut, Clean Eats, Clean Seven. He completed his training in internal medicine at New York University Downtown Hospital and his fellowship in cardiology at Lenox Hill Hospital. After his medical training, he studied Eastern medicine in India. We cover so many things in this conversation. You do not want to miss this. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the conversation with Dr. Younger because I answer another one of your burning health questions in another Ask Me Anything. All right, let's get to it. This is Dr. Alejandro Younger's Art of Being Well. My brother, I'm so excited this is happening. And thanks for being on the pod. Listen, it is an honor for me. And not only an honor, it's, it's a, if you, if you allow me to say, I'm kind of proud of you, like a father is proud of a son, you know, Thank you. not, not, not only because I'm older than you, because when I, when I dis- discovered you myself, you had, I don't know, 15,000 followers and you were, you know, you, you were saying your thing. And I, I, when I saw your Instagram, I said, this guy not only has style, he's, he has, he has heart. And he really knows his stuff, you know? Man, I love you so much. And I really consider you not a brother to me, but a mentor and a colleague and a friend and all of these things. And I remember those days, like when I was seeing patients, that's still I'm doing the same thing, but I was earlier in my career seeing patients 10 hours a day. And then I hear Alejandro Younger wants to talk to you on the phone. What the heck? Because you've always been a hero of mine. And for you to take me under your wing like you did. And I really owe so, so, so much to you, honor and thank. I just am so filled with gratitude for you and the the doors you've opened up for me and the and you dude, just, dude, 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 I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be in your path, you know, <laughs> and, we're and, doing- and, we, and witness the explosion. I just came back from Uruguay and I saw three people with your book in Uruguay. I mean, I don't know if you understand that, what that means. <laughs> I, well, I know it's, was it translated in Spanish? Were they the American version or the Spanish version? I don't remember. I, I saw them kind of from far away. One of them I spoke to and he was reading it in English and he was, he was staying at the hotel where I was staying. The other ones, that's I cool. don't remember. Wow. That's amazing. So let's talk, let's talk about your path to here and helping the people around the world that you're help, helping but you're you're trained conventionally. You are a brilliant cardiologist. You have the conventional training. What was your journey to to wellness as as it is today for you? I studied medicine in Uruguay. It's a very very good medical school. And my mentor in Uruguay is a gentleman by the name of Roberto Canessa. He's one of the survivors of the Andes. You know the rugby team that had to end up eating the dead friends in order to survive. He's a force of nature and became my mentor. And of course, I just wanted to be like him. And, and he's a cardiologist. So after medical school in Uruguay, where, where life was very healthy by default, you know, I'm an old man. And, by, and at that time, there were no supermarkets in South America. I mean, in Uruguay, you know, you, you went to buy your food at the local farmer's market. My papa used to know every marker, every farmer. And, 
And he used to say, well, you know what? That one sings to, to his plans. Let's go buy from him. <laughs> and, uh, and life was very healthy by default. I was uh, practicing Taekwondo, competing, you know, so exercise was an integral part of my life. And we were living in a family. We were eating almost every meal together, taking our time. Then I moved to New York because I wanted to become a cardiologist. And this mentor of mine connected me with people at NYU who gave me an internship at NYU Downtown Hospital. I did my internship and residency there in internal medicine. And life as an intern and a resident is gruesome. Sometimes you were on call three days in a row. Now that changed. But, but at that time, you know, they would, they, they would exhaust you. And so I was eating from hospital cafeterias. When I had a little time, I used to go to the supermarket. I remember it was D'Agostino's. And I, and, I, and I looked around, I couldn't believe my eyes, you know, all these boxes and jars and tubes and cans and, and the fact that you could put one in a, in a microwave oven and you would get something that kind of looked like and smelled like what it took my mom all day long to, to prepare for us, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that was, I, I, I adopted happily this modern life, you know, in this rush and, and I was working and eating on the run. And I started gaining weight and I started having seasonal allergies, which turned into an all or all year round ordeal. Then I started having very bad digestion problems. I know I gurgling and bloating and constipation, diarrhea. And then at one point I started being very depressed. I wanted to kill myself. I didn't do it because I loved my parents so much. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine them, them receiving the, the gasket. So I didn't even go into forms of doing it. But, you know, and this is something that for a long time I was ashamed to even mention. But I was mm-hmm. extremely severely depressed, suicidally mm-hmm. so. One morning I couldn't wake up. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. And I, you know, I was a resident, cardiology resident. I did the three years in uh, NYU downtown and then three years of fellowship in cardiology at Lenox Hill Hospital uptown. And I said, I, I, this needs to stop. So I called, I made appointments with a gastroenterologist, an allergist and a psychiatrist. And, and I ended up you know, within the couple of days of, of my appointments with three diagnoses and seven prescription medications. Mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with severe allergies, severe depression, and irritable bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. I was given all kinds of prescription medications for these things. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I'd, I'm looking at these prescriptions and I'm thinking, not only I know that this is not going to resolve my problem, mm-hmm. I am doing the same thing for my patients. So mm-hmm. I went into crisis mode. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, more than anything, get rid of my depression. So I started looking and looking and reading. And I used to go to Barnes and Nobles. You know, you, you, you didn't even have to buy a book, right? <laughs> I did the same cho- thing. You chose a bunch of books. You sat down in those sofas. You ordered a coffee. And you spent <laughs> the whole day reading. Yeah. So I did that in all my free time. And I was, and I, and I went from psychiatry books, you know, to psychology to self-help and then i ended up just following references in the eastern uh, religion section where a book literally fell on my hands 
and opened up to the title of meditation. And when I read in that book, the Tibetan book of living and dying, the concept of meditation, which is basically boiled down to slowing down and even being able to stop the constant, repetitive, and mostly negative train of thoughts that most people are experiencing. Mm -hmm. You know, at that time, I thought I was going crazy because I, I realized that 99% of my thoughts were negative. That, you know, how they were, you know, it was me telling myself how, how, what an idiot I am, how fat and ugly I am, and, 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 and how much better my, you know, the other fellows in cardiology were, and blah, 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 you know. And one day in the, in, in the subway, I, w I found myself suddenly having a discussion in my mind, a fight with my mind, with the mm -hmm. chief of cardiac catheterization lab in the hospital where I was working who was a really nasty guy. And, and, I, and, and I was saying things in my head and I, you know, and, and I was thinking of, of his responses. And then suddenly I look around and I see a guy that, that we call, you know, nuts, talking, talking out loud, you know, to himself. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the only difference with it was that he was doing it out loud. Yeah. So, so then I, 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 when I saw this, chapter on meditation of slowing down and even being able to stop the that repetitive negative radio i said that's what i want so i started looking for a meditation teacher ended up in an ashram in india where i was exposed to ayurvedic medicine chinese medicine naturopathic medicine chiropractic uh, 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 treatments and many other alternative forms of mm -hmm. of healing right mm -hmm. but because i was the cardiologist i was put in charge so we would see patients as a group all together. And then afterwards, each one of us would say from our point of view, what we thought that they had mm -hmm. and what we thought should be done. And, and I started witnessing the power of other things that I would have considered a joke mm -hmm. before that experience. So through that, I also improved my own symptoms a lot. But after a year and a half, I came back to the States and I joined a busy cardiology practice in Palm Springs with four offices and admitting privileges in three hospitals where I was taking care of the intensive care units. That's where I met Dr. Gundry and we became fast friends. He was, he was in, the, in the rat race as well at that time. And that life took me back um, to the same symptoms, but with a vengeance. Wow. Yeah. At that time, somebody came to my house that I had seen 10 days before. And when I opened the door, I was floored because he looked like a different person. He looked radiant. His skin was glowing. His, his eyes were white. And he just exuded this sense of calm that I had never even seen in him before. Because he's you know, a movie producer from LA, high on stress, competitive world. And I was, I was, what did you do? He said, oh, I went to a detox center. I said, I didn't know you were into drugs. He said, <laughs> he said, no, not that kind of detox. Come, let me show you. And he took me to a, to a detox uh, spa where people were put on, on just juicing, colonics, and certain uh, supplements like probiotics and digestive enzymes. And there were all kinds of, you know, massage therapists and colonic hydrotherapists. 
And when I entered this place, I could already see that everybody there was at some level of intensity of this glow. And when I started asking them, the ones that were glowing the most were the ones that were staying there for the longest, you know? <laughs> so I said, listen, there's something here. So I spoke to the owner who happens to be from Argentina and she started explaining what, it, what at that time to me sounded like hokey pokey, hippie tree hugging stuff. Mm -hmm. But you cannot argue with results. And those results were what I went to medical school to try to obtain on people, you know? Yeah. So, so I trusted her. I did the program. And by the, by the 10th day, I was 20 pounds lighter. My allergies were but a memory. There was no depression. The, my, my, my intestines worked like, like a Swiss clock, you know? I mean, it was unbelievable. Mm. So much, so much so that everybody started asking me, what did you do? Even Dr. Gundry, that's how he got started on all yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, I have to, I have to, I have to understand what this thing is about. And it wasn't until I found functional medicine that I was able to really understand what I was witnessing, mm -hmm. but with all the knowledge that I had learned in medical school, mm -hmm. just that it was reorganized. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know all that. I knew some of that, but thank you so much for, for sharing the genesis of where you're at now. For this ad break, I want to talk to you about monk fruit as a healthier sugar substitute. Like stevia or stevia, depending on who you talk to, it's an all-natural sweetener derived from a plant, and it tastes better, like a lot better. That's why I partnered with Chalk Zero, a chocolatier who makes gourmet chocolates exclusively with this zero glycemic sweetener. From chocolate-covered almonds to candy bars to seasonal favorites like chocolate peppermint bark, they make it all, and they do it without any sugar and without any sugar alcohols. It is perfect for your health journey. I have to say, some of my favorite Chalk Zero products are the peanut butter cups, so good, keto-friendly, clean ingredients, and so you don't have to pick, you know, great tasting, delicious treats or health. You can have both. And that's why I love Chalk Zero. Also for the holiday season, they have so many keto, monk fruit sweetened, naturally sweetened, clean ingredient baking products. You have baking chocolates. They have keto maple syrup as well. So you can reimagine how you do the holidays. It doesn't have to be filled with tons of junk food, sugar, processed foods, carbs. You can have clean ingredients, low sugar, low carb, delicious treats through the holidays. So for a limited time, you can get 20% off using Will Cole on your first order. Just visit chalkzero.com to fall in love at the first bite. Again, use code Will Cole at checkout to get 20% off your first order at chalkzero.com. That's C-H-O-C-Z-E-R-O, chalkzero.com. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food, Public Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. What I love about Public Goods is that you know what you're getting in your product because knowing 
what's in your products and where they come from is really important. And what Public Goods does is that they ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives that are still very common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for you, for your animals, your pets, and the environment. We use public goods cleaning products in our functional medicine telehealth center. I use them in my home as well. Just very effective and clean ingredients. And I've worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Will Cole or use code Will Cole at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S.com forward slash Will Cole to receive $15 off your first order. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. People that are in wellness understand what you've done to the conversation, but people that are maybe newer to the conversation, what I always say to people is that so much of our awareness in modern culture of detoxification really largely has to do with your work and your voice. And it's you probably don't even realize that because you're the one saying it. But I mean, from people outside of this of this world of wellness, you really have been the major educator of our culture. Let's let's talk about detox. You are this leading expert in this space. Can you, there's a lot of misinformation out there and people are can be skeptical of us saying us uh, in functional medicine, oh, supporting detox pathways and what that actually means. Shed light to the people. Why is this important to be supporting detox? We are at a, you know, at a crossroads in evolution in which detoxification is key. What is happening is we, we were never so exposed to so many chemicals, xenobiotics from the outside. And we were never at a, at a time where we were lacking so many nutrients, mm-hmm. not only because they're lacking in our foods, but also because our digestive systems are hurt For most people, to different degrees, walking around in the modern world, there's some degree of gut dysfunction, of gut injury, right? So so at a time where detoxification should be at the highest, right? And detoxification depends a lot on nutrients, but also energetically, and I'll explain what that means specifically, it's it's the other way around. We We are exposed but we are hindering our detoxification system. Mm-hmm. When I say energetically is because, you know, we produce so much energy in the form of ATP during the day. And that energy has to be distributed 
between all the functions of the body. I compare it to a house in which all kinds of appliances are plugged in. You have the TV, you know, your eyes, you have the, you have the toaster, you have the fridge, you have the vacuum cleaner, you have, you know. Now, imagine that that source, the primary source that has to distribute between all of these has only 100 units a day. You wouldn't be able to vacuum your, your house every day. You know, you wouldn't be able to be running so many things at the same time. And this is what happens. We wake up every morning with a certain number of, of, of units of energy that we can spend. And we spend it thinking and walking. And, and, and one of the things that spends a lot of energy is digesting. And we are a species that is not made and has not evolved over, over, over long periods of time to be digesting all the time because when you are digesting you are you are consuming and other appliances go down in intensity your thinking appliance goes down that's why people become dumb when they're eating and, and digesting all day long you're you're moving organs you know that's why you get tired and you and you have to go to sleep and, and, and things like your ambition, you know, the, 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 when you see animals in the wild, the hungrier they are, mm-hmm. the more ambitious they are, the more agile they become, the more acute their senses turn, you know, mm-hmm. they can hear better because they're looking for prey or, or, or whatever to eat, you know, not only carni- carnivores, but, mm-hmm. but plant eaters as well. Mm-hmm. So we have evolved, like the rest of the animals, to eat sporadically or intermittently, mm-hmm. but now we're eating all day long and thus we're digesting all day long. And thus we are consuming too much energy in digesting, which will be stolen away from other organs, from mm-hmm. other systems, from other appliances, mm-hmm. hormonal imbalances, uh, uh, cardiovascular problems, problems with the defense and repair of the body. Immune, immune, the immune system. I mean, you can go, the list goes on and on because every system in the body is connected. Yeah. And you really have given us a tool, just a direct to anybody in the world can do your clean 21 day program as a way to make their life a detox and to implement these principles that are really important in their lives. And you recently reformulated the protocol or in the works of doing that. Can you talk about what has changed in your to, to level up what was out in the world as in the form of, of the clean program? So, so when I discovered functional medicine and I started thinking in systems and I realized mm-hmm. that, the, that the, the, the Achilles heel of humanity is the detoxification system, mm-hmm. at this moment, I put all my attention there. And I started to really try to understand not only from a biochemical, physiological, pathophysiological biological, medical point of view, but also from an energetical, spiritual, mental, emotional, you name it, you know? So I started looking at, at everywhere where detoxification was addressed in one way or another. You know? And then my biggest ally I found in a thousands of year old school of medicine, which is Ayurvedic medicine, right? Which bases their whole system of medicine around detoxification and considers disease an accumulation of ama ama is toxicity toxic mm-hmm. toxic stuff right mm-hmm. but ama not only includes 
chemicals, xenobiotics, or even or even endogenous toxic chemicals, which we produce as waste product of our metabolism, mm-hmm. but also toxic thoughts and toxic emotions and, and toxic company, toxic government, you know, I call it quantum toxicity, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but Chinese medicine does as well, Bedouin medicine. I, I mean, I, I was, I was even exposed to certain techniques of Jamaican Rasta medicine in, in, in all of them, detoxification is a huge aspect of it, whether they call it that or not. Mm-hmm. So even in religion, you know, we are all talking about intermittent fasting. And, and one of the biggest reasons uh, that intermittent fasting works so well is that it intensifies the detoxification process, right? Yeah. Even, the, even the own detoxification process in the body that you speak about in your book so beautifully, autophagy, which is, which is you know, the inner vacuum cleaner in your body, right? And mm-hmm. it, which is always working, but right. it's intensified when you, when you are fasting. So, so fasting and detoxification are, are, are very, very connected. Mm-hmm. So would, is that what you did? You really leaned in more, into more into Ayurvedic medicine and brought in intermittent fasting principles and functional medicine principles into the clean program. So what can people expect there? So what happened was that when I developed the clean program, I was looking for a total transformation for myself. And really the clean program is the description of what I did to completely get rid of my depression, my allergy, my irritable bowel syndrome, right? So I just described the program that I put together. Mm. A lot of it, a lot of it which, which, which comes from functional medicine. Yeah. And that is a 21-day program. And I say always that that yeah there's there's 10 day programs there's 7 day programs there's you know but biology has its time and even though we're so advanced and we know so much a woman needs 9 months to to you know to form a baby and 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 get it out ready to for life so biology has timings and 21 days is what i found is the minimum to really change things in a profound way you know it's it's a time that you need also to break habits, not only habits of behavior, but habits of physiology, right? And you you talk about it as metabolic flexibility. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you don't acquire metabolic flexibility in, in three days. Mm, no. So 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 that the, the 21-day program, which is my original clean program, that one is irreplaceable. And I have been getting DMs and emails and, and, and testimonials from all over the world. And every day I hear of something else that the clean program has helped people with. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm talking about people that do it and then don't, they don't need reading glasses anymore. Right? People that do it and their varicose veins disappear. I mean, it beats me to really fully understand how these things happen, but they mm-hmm. do. There's a lot of things that happen that I do understand. And I explain in the book and stuff, right? Yeah. But then I realized also that that as powerful as it is, 21 days in this fast world is daunting. And many more people need something than the people that are going to commit to 21 days. So I started looking for a way to intensify, accelerate things. And that's when I brought in 
to mostly functional medicine principles, the Ayurvedic medicine and the intermittent fasting principles that I've learned through practicing, through prescribing. And when I put these things together, I realized that in seven days, you get much more than in the first seven days of my 21-day program. Wow. And the hope, the hope is to get people inspired, get people to have an experience of, of a better functioning and more agile metabolism that they would be willing and wanting and, you know, to mm -hmm. continue and, and, and then make long-term change. So that's, that's when I came up with Clean 7, right? I love it. And you have taught me so much about these amazing tools to support detoxification pathways in our body. Can you highlight some of your favorite herbal medicines that, that you've taken and that you recommend for people to take to support detox pathways. And can you also talk about why the quality of the herb matters? Cause you've taught me a lot about that as well. Yeah. So, so Ayurvedic medicine is, is one of the best pharmacies in the world in terms of their herbal medicines and herbal Ayurvedic medicines are very special because not only they have direct functions on certain things, but they also regulate things from a wider perspective. And it's a property called adaptogen, adaptogenic property. Mm -hmm. they, they kind of tune up or down certain functions depending on the need. You know, when, when you take blood pressure medications, you will lower blood pressure. But mm -hmm. when you take an adaptogenic herb, if the blood pressure is too high, it will lower it. If the blood pressure is too low, it will increase it, right? Now, no, that is kind of like a crazy concept for a person that's only used to think of Western medicine. But this is how nature works with an intelligence that we still don't understand. Mm -hmm. it, and it has to do with the prana. The prana is the, the, the vibration, right? The life force of, of plants. I mean, humans have it, animals have it. Everything that's alive has this, this, this prana, right? That allows yourselves to to do what they need to do, allow your, your heart cells to contract and beat, even though you're not a cardiologist. This is knowledge <laughs> that your cells have. And this is the, 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 the prana is this life force, this intelligent life force. And plants have it more than anything. And certain plants, especially the Ayurvedic herbs, especially the Ayurvedic adaptogenic herbs, contain this, this force that by resonance tune your body, right? Mm -hmm. So these are these are my favorite herbs right now, right? And it's, it's, uh, I'm talking about ashwagandha, turmeric, the 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 mother of all herbs in India, tulsi, tulsi holy basil, right? I'm talking about shatavari, which is an incredible uh, hormone regulator, hormone system regulator, especially for females. I'm talking about trifala, which in, is is an incredible herb for for repairing the gut, which is a which is a fruit and a very plant, a very medicine that that contains so much vitamin C that you couldn't even uh, match it intravenously. So so you have a whole pharmacopoeia, you have a you have a, a whole pharmacy in the Ayurvedic medicine a, a herbal dispensary that is just incredible. And and the way that these herbs are planted watered, uh, harvested, and then prepared after harvesting is 
crucial in maintaining the prana, right? Not only in, in maintaining the purity, for example, it is very common for, for many plants to be contaminated by heavy metals, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, not only in that way, it is important to have uh, plants that are grown free of all pesticides, insecticides, heavy metals, and everything else, but that are also grown and harvested in the way that, that they used to in ancient times when, they, when these things were discovered and, 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 and tested and, and have been used for millennia, you know, for thousands mm -hmm. of years. What should people look for when they're looking at, at these herbs and Googling them after you, we were talking about them? What are some things that people can look at when trying to pick out the right herb for them? Are they fully organic? Are they, are they tested for heavy metals? Are they harvested in the, in the right way? And it's very difficult because then you have to do, you have to become an investigator, right? I mean, I'm lucky that I met a company many years ago for which now I became met the medical director and, and, uh, and associate in research and development with our friend, Diana Minnick. The, the, the company I'm talking about is Organic India. And Organic India was created by this gentleman from Israel, who was studying spirituality in India, and by command of his guru, Papaji, went out and, and, and created a company that wanted to expose the world to good Ayurvedic medicines, because he had seen the power of them. Mm -hmm. You know, he lived in India for 20 years. Every, every time any, any visitor to his guru got sick. He took him to the local Ayurvedic doctor and he saw what, what, what this guy could do. He was blown away, but he couldn't find a good quality Ayurvedic herb to export. Mm. So he went to, he went to the Ayurvedic doctor, his legend, Dr. Narendra Singh, who was both an MD and an Ayurvedic medicine doctor, professor of, of herbal medicine in the, in the university of Lucknow in India. I mean, I'm talking about, a, a legend and he said what why why are your uh, herbs so good and he said come and he took him outside he had a plot of land where he planted his own herbs and he said because nobody does what it needs needs to be done he, i didn't even know it i started looking for good ayurvedic herbs 30 years ago he said and because i couldn't find them i went to the indian scriptures and read how they need to be harvested and prepared and that's mm -hmm. why they conserve the prana, the potency. So what this guy did is convince this doctor to take this knowledge and teach farmers all over India. And they offered them to buy the whole production if they planted them in that way and they harvested in that way, which has a lot of biodynamic principles, you know, mm -hmm. regenerative farming principles. And, and, you know, they have the most powerful herbs I've been working with for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm not the best one to give advice on how to find good herbs because these are the only ones that I use. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that says a lot. And that's what I oftentimes will tell people when they ask me, well, what do you recommend? Because it is kind of hard. There's so much th things out there. But I think one way to tell beyond looking at labeling, organic, et cetera, and vetting the company yourself, another way to doing it is go to someone that you trust like Dr. Younger and saying, well, what he's put the time, he put countless hours in vetting these things. And, and I think that's a great way to, to do it. I went to the farms. I was there looking at how they plant, how they, how they cut, how they prepare. I mean, mm -hmm. 
you know, I know these things are so so well taken care of, like jewels. So yeah. so and and but even more important than that is the results that I get when yeah. I give them to people. Yeah. Today's program is brought to you by Athletic Greens, the health and wellness company that makes comprehensive daily nutrition really, really simple. With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits sometimes and give our bodies the nutrients it actually needs to thrive. Our busy schedules, poor sleep, exercise, the environment, work stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods can leave us deficient in key nutritional areas. AG1 by Athletic Greens is the category-leading superfood product. It brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody, keeping up with the research, knowing what to do, and taking a bunch of pills and capsules is hard on the stomach and hard to keep up with. To help each of us be at our very best, they simplify the path to better nutrition by giving you just one thing with all the best things. I love this because it is jam-packed with so many nutrients and it's very convenient for my patients and very convenient for all the listeners of The Art of Being Well. One tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, a probiotic, a green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1 with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash willcole today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash willcole to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. A lot of people ask me on social media and many of my patients have asked me over the years what my thoughts are on apple cider vinegar. It actually can be a great tool to consider, but when it's taken straight up on its own, undiluted and in the wrong dosage, it can actually be really hard on your stomach and can burn your stomach lining. It's not good to do it the wrong way, but done the right way, it actually can be an amazing tool. And there's one specific way that I love to get all the healing properties of apple cider vinegar into your daily diet without the fuss or the burn because ACV has some solid research around it. It's been shown to really support digestion, breaking down proteins for better absorption. Think of it almost like a digestive enzyme, a natural digestive enzyme. It improves blood sugar regulation and response supporting with cravings. And it is also really good to calm inflammation and just overall support your gut health. And the way that I love to take it is the apple cider vinegar complex from my friends at Paleo Valley because they not only have it in the exact dosage that I recommend for my patients, but they also synergistically blend it with different herbs and spices like turmeric, which is really good for supporting lowering inflammation levels, ginger, which is also great for gut health, cinnamon, which has neuroprotective benefits. It's great for blood sugar regulation as well and cramp reduction. And they also include it with lemon, which further enhances the digestive gut supporting benefits in this blend. So you have to check it out. It's the right way to take apple cider vinegar and harness all these amazing benefits that I love. 
So all you have to do is head on over to paleovalley.com and enter code Dr. Will at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's code Dr. Will, D-R-W-I-L-L at checkout and go to paleovalley.com to get 15% off your first order. All right, my friend, now it's time. You know, the show's called The Art of Being Well. It's about the, the science and the art of wellness. And this there's a part of the show where it's called Your Art of Being Well. It's This is Dr. Alejandra Younger's Art of Being Well, where just go through your favorite things so people can learn from the best. Are you ready for this? this amazing time we're going to have together right now. Yes. I've been waiting for this. (laughs) All right. First question. If you could choose just one food purely on nutrient density and survival, if you're stuck on an Island, what would that food be? Probably Moringa. You know, I was, I was working with, you know, and, and other, other famous uh, Instagrammers would, would murder me for this, like the carnivore, <laughs> like the carnivore MD, you know, and he, he probably, he'd probably choose a, a, a cow, but, um, you know, I was with this Dr. Narendra Singh, who's, as I said, a legend and he saw thousands and thousands. He died at 84 years of age. And for the last 50 years of his life, he just, sat down in his, in his little hut in, uh, in Lucknow. And there was a line of people around the corner. Right. And I saw him seeing patients and, and he started telling me this guy had terminal cirrhosis of the liver. And I was looking at the medical charts he had copies of everything. And the guy was completely fine. 10 years after he was told he was going to die in a month. Wow. People that people that stopped dialysis, people that turned HIV negative. I mean, this guy knew what he was doing. Mm. And I asked him exactly the same question. And he said, I'm not only gonna answer you from a theory, I'm gonna tell you what happened to me. We were stuck. He was the doctor of the army, of the Indian army, and the, and the British army was, had surrounded them. And they were, they were hiding in, a, in, a, in some valley with, with, I think it was 50 troops of, of, of Indian soldiers and him and a, and a bunch of other people. And they only had Moringa trees and they ate Moringa trees for a month and they were completely fine. Only, wow. Moringa, leaf, only Moringa leaves in water for a month. Wow. How are how people getting it? It contains every nutrient necessary mm-hmm. for the body to function. The way I take it is in powder. Yeah, in India they they use it in salads directly from the tree. You can use it like that. You can use it in powders. You can use it in pills to to kind of supplement, right? Mm-hmm. In, in 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 pills is not enough to live on because mm-hmm. you have to consume so much, right? But yeah. but in, and not only is nutrient dense with huge bioavailability, but it's also an adaptogen. Mm. I love it. I was when you mentioned the herbs earlier on. I said I know he's a super fan of moringa, but I'm glad moringa made a little. Uh, it made its way into the conversation because I know how much you love it so much. You know, I I recently had my mom, as you well know, in the intensive care unit, intubated in a respirator for a month mm-hmm. after a heart attack with rupture of her valve, open heart surgery, right? Mm-hmm. And she was getting she was getting food through a gastric tube directly into, into her stomach. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough to, to befriend the intensive care unit doctor that was taking care of her. And she was very open-minded. 
and she allowed me to drop moringa into her ng2 you know that's amazing um i'm convinced it helped yeah and mama's doing well now so well mama is doing really well that's great all right next question if you this is the complete opposite if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life purely on taste alone like regardless of health benefits what would that food be sushi (laughs) any any specific type of sushi like what's what's your go-to well, <laughs> my, my favorite of all of them all is sea urchin, right? Okay. But, um, but I don't think I could survive on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just based on taste. All right. So what are two supplements? You, you probably mentioned them. So I'm assuming Moringa would be one of them, but I'll let you answer it. What are two supplements that have been the biggest game changer for you? So, you know, I actually don't don't take Moringa as a supplement. Okay. I, I put it, I, I do it as a food. I put it in my smoothies. I put it in my salads. I, you know, I just, just sprinkle it on my salads. Right. So, so I don't think of it as a supplement, even though you could think of it as a supplement. Yeah. But, but uh, based on what it, they did for me, I would have to say that L-glutamine and, and digestive enzymes. Got it. So really the gut supporters, those yeah. two things. Love those it. two things, those two things really helped me out. Perfect. All right. So what are two latest non-food, non-supplement biohack that you're really into? The latest one for me is ice baths, you know, deliberate cold exposure. I was lucky enough to become friends with the people from Morosco, Morosco Forge, you know, it's a company that makes ice baths. And I got one from them. And I have it here in, in, in my house. And even my children now are starting. I showed them a video of Wim Hof and, and they, they became fascinated with it and they want to become little avatars. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that is, that is, it's just remarkable. And talk about, talk about something that, that puts your body in, into extremes, you know, and if you do it intermittently enough, it'll make you more agile in every mm-hmm. sense, right? Cellularly and metabolically. Mm-hmm. And, but the benefits go far beyond, you know, I, 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 you can talk about how deliberate cold exposure shifts from your body creating yellow fat to brown fat, which is, mm-hmm. which is non-inflammatory and, 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 and more like good reserve of fuel as opposed mm-hmm. to this thing that we accumulate to surround toxic uh, substances, right? There's two different kinds of fat, right? Mm -hmm. But I, the moment that you get in, what happens is your body goes into fight or flight because it's telling you, it has to tell you that if you stay there for too long, you're going to die. So all your, 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 your flesh is trying to make (laughs) you get out of it (laughs) and you start breathing, right? Yeah. Now, breathing is the function that happens automatically, but also willingly. Mm. And when you override the carnal, the, 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 the flesh reaction of, of hyperventilating with your will, and you will yourself into breathing slowly, deeply, and regularly, while this you know, fight or flight is, is trying to do the opposite, you even strengthen your willpower. Wow. And I've done it. I, I was, the last time I was at your house was before you had the ice bath, but we did the, the pool and the sauna. But I, I imagine yes. this is a level up from that. 
This is 10 levels up. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I, I can't, can't wait to be back in LA and do that soon. We have to. I know. All right. What is one wellness myth that you want to dispel once and for all? You know, what I, what I see now is that, that everybody is going to so many details and it's getting so complicated and, and people are trying to understand. And it's good. It's good that the, all this information, you know, is, is, is uh, expanding and, and, and everybody's learning. Right. But, but the, the myth that you have to learn so much and that you have to take all these things in order mm. to be well is something that needs to be broken down because really the art of being well is much simpler than people make it to be and only scares people away you know yeah so so that is one one thing that's important that beautifully said and that's what i want people to get on this show is that it's really there are some amazing things but these are tools within the toolbox you don't need all the tools necessarily so what what's one wellness brand whether it be a food a snack a product that you've really been loving lately so so apart from organic india which of course you know and i and i mention it you know because because they actually also manufacture the ingredients of the products that we use in my company called clean mm-hmm. the clean com- the clean the clean program company right i just received um uh, a gift from australia which i think you know about it comes in a beautiful box and it, and it's uh and it's mushrooms ah yeah Mushroom, mushrooms uh, 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 tinctures and elixirs and it's called life cycle awesome and um and i'm loving it i have chaga and lion's mane and ducktail and and reishi and uh, and i'm experimenting with it and i I love this i love the theory and i'm loving how 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 it feels yeah yeah and those are have some adaptogenic qualities as well those mushrooms right definitely uh, huge benefits in all systems you know one of the things that i think it's important is is systems thinking you know mm-hmm. in order to think you know if if a if a uh, conventional allopathic western medicine doctor starts thinking more in systems he be, he becomes more like an ayurvedic doctor because when you think in systems you you understand the relationship of things right and mm-hmm. and how uh, systems are a group of of different things that have to happen for a function to mm-hmm. to be fulfilled yeah. and 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 you can divide the body in all these thousands and thousands of 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 little functions that have to happen in order for wellness to happen right mm-hmm. so systems thinking have been have been helping me and it's what i've learned through functional medicine, medicine through Ayurvedic medicine, right? Yeah. And 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 so now when I when I think of of, of wellness, I I think of systems and how how they they connect and how to balance them, right? Yeah, I love that. I, I and I think you know I see functional medicine, like you said, as systems medicine is sort of a a euphemism for what we do, for sure. I know that you. This next question is something that. You have so much to to teach on, and but what is your favorite? Like, what is the one spiritual or mindfulness practice that has helped you the most? Is self observation, which leads to the realization that I'm not always present, 
and therefore the effort to be present, to become present. And also, you know, this is every, you know, the power of now and Eckhart Tolle and everybody knows about that book and how now is the only thing that exists. And, but, but sometimes it becomes a little loose in terms of, of what it really means. And, and for me, uh, I've boiled it down to a, to a few things that I do all the time. Like, for example, as we speak right now, you're listening to me. So your attention is mostly in what I'm saying. You're only also looking at me because we're doing it on Zoom. And there's also thoughts that are coming into your mind about the next question or a question within this question, within my answer, right? Mm -hmm. But if I also ask you to put some of your attention on your feet, mm -hmm. start feeling your feet as we speak. And not only once and then stop, continue feeling your feet. Feel the temperature, the humidity, feel them touching the floor or the sock or the shoe. Feel your feet intensely from inside and continue to do it as we speak. And now notice how you've become more present. Yeah. And the reason why is because attention is like a river. It's always flowing. And for the unconscious person, attention goes to where there is less resistance. Mm. And it's always flowing into thinking. And that's why we are experiencing the thinking process all the time. It's our attention flowing there. And then the more you put your attention there, the more you are identified with the thinking. And you, and you experience it as I am thinking, as opposed to thoughts are happening. Mm -hmm. But when you put your attention on something in the present, and it doesn't have to be only your feet. You can start feeling your butt against the chair. Or you, as you look at me, also notice your surroundings. I'm noticing the window over there. I'm noticing the ceiling. I'm noticing the table with, on, on which the computer is on. So I'm noticing all these things. So some of my attention is going into other things that are right here, right now. My feet are right here, right now. My butt is right here, right now. Whatever I see is right here, right now. And whatever I hear, you know, I, sometimes I put my attention on the noises. Even though I'm speaking with somebody, if you notice other noise, you know, it is a little counterintuitive because mm -hmm. you say, well, I'm, I'm speaking to you. I want to give you my full attention, right? Mm -hmm. But the truth is that even if you want to give me your full attention, you wouldn't be able to. I mean, yeah. maybe you, but but... <laughs> I, I cannot put my full attention on something. Yeah. There's always thoughts coming in that are taking me out of the present, right? Right. Judgments and desires and this and that. So whenever I make the effort mm -hmm. to put my attention in my feet, which is much, much harder than it, the attention just flowing to thought, right? Yeah. Because it has to go, it has to go through your flesh, it has to go through your nerves, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it 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 heats up the cables, right? So whenever I'm doing that. I become more present. And this is something that I do, for example, when I go into an, an important meeting, especially. I do it all day long. But especially when you go to an important meeting, I, I feel my feet and feel my feet. And, and what happens is magic. The more I'm able to do it, the more present I become. Yeah. The, well, more, the more everybody feels it around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you had me do that, it automatically lowered... So it just grounded me so much. It was like an anchor to 
our the conversation. Present. Yeah. It, the it's moment. an anchor to the present. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. love it. That's, that's my, my number one practice, you know, especially when nothing else is happening. We're not, we're, when not not in a difficult moment like an interview or something because if you don't do it in in easy moments you're never going to remember to do it in difficult <laughs> you flex that mindfulness muscle when it's easy to so when things do get crazy anxiety stress you have built that i love it all right so this we talked about some deep stuff let's talk about some literal superficial stuff our skin so if you could only use one skincare product what would that food, what would that product be? You know, I, I love the a product that you are involved in. Age, Agent Nature, Nature right? Yeah. And I, I'm using their skin uh, moisturizer, her skin moisturizer, yes. Jenna, right? Jenna, yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know if you developed that one. No, but, um, I had nothing to do with that one, but that's all Jenna. But yeah, the, yeah. the whole line is great. I just do the supplements for them. I'm loving it. It's great. Um, all right. Last question, my friend. What is one book that you've read in the last year that has really been a game changer for you or inspired you in some way? And it just doesn't, doesn't have to be health. It could be anything. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you that your, your book, Intuitive Fasting, is, is, is up there. <laughs> but I'm you, not going to suck up to you and tell you that it is the <laughs> one, right? <laughs> but I, I really loved it, right? Thank but, you. But, Thank um, you. but there's a book that I read every year. And every year it just blows my mind in a different way. All these concepts about, you know, how to become present and all, all, and all these I learned from that book. And it's called In Search of the Miraculous. And the author is Peter Dimianovich Ospensky, P.D. Ospensky. And, and, and what it is, is this, this incredible writer, physicist, journal, journalist, philosopher, Ospensky, who became a student of a teacher that 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 uh, appeared in the 1900s, and you know he was from he was from uh, Armenia, and 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 then he moved to Russia. His name was Gurdjieff, George Ivanovich Gurdjieff, and his book In Search of the Miraculous describes how he found this teacher and the teachings themselves. Mm. It's a diff. It's a difficult book. But it just blows my mind every time I, I read it. And, the, and lately I found it on audiobook, so I am listening to it. I love it. And now I need to check this out. My yeah. goodness. And if you want to you, you be exposed to the ideas, but do it in a much simpler way, there's another book by the same author called The Psychology of Man's Possible Evolution mm. by Ospensky as well. It's Great. a very succinct explanation of how you know modern psychology is one thing but 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 a, a much better way of of helping people is thinking about what is our possible evolution and our possible evolution is really to become enlightened right mm -hmm. and to become fully present and to become a cell in this organism the planet that really functions and does what it needs to do which humanity is not at this time and therefore the crisis we're living in yeah. My friend, I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah. Wow. 
it finally happened. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, before we go, my my son Solomon it still talks to this day about going to Alejandro's house. He wants to hang out with your kids and have you make the, the amazing salad dressing that you have. That he why don't we? About. Why don't we? Why don't we plan to go see the whales together as, as, as both families? I would love that. You uh, come. You come to LA. We rent you a, a car. I rent a car, and, and I mean, I rent. I'm going my car. And and we drive there together, and you know we stop on the way to eat tacos. Let's and, do it. And and we go see the whales. It happens between December and April, so you know okay. December, January, February. I mean, let's okay. let's start thinking about it. Let's shoot texts and see if we can All make right. it. We'll do we'll do the the cold and the younger. And we'll, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, it will be unforgettable for the kids. And I, just for people to know before we leave, like Alejandro and I have a, a love of whales and you've gone to, these are blue whales, right? That these are gray whales. Okay. And these, these are, these are the whales that migrate from Alaska in, in the summer here in, in, no, in the winter, in December, they're coming because they mate and they have babies and they go to this one lagoon called Ojo de Liebre. And the reason they go there is because there's a lot of salt there, you know, people, there, there's even salt factories there that desalinate the water to sell the salt. Right. But, but the heavy salt concentration makes the whales float. So when the babies are born, they, they learn to swim much easier. They float. And what happens is it's very controlled. Not a lot of people can go only a few people a day. And there's, there's these fishermen there that have these small boats and they take you to the middle of the, the lagoon. And as you go, the whales start coming from every corner. And then suddenly you're surrounded by 20, 30, 40 whales. And they come and they push their babies. And you can, you can Google it or, or, yeah. or, or on YouTube. Look for Ojo de Liebre, which is the eye of the hare. And look for the, the whale sighting and they come and you, you actually hug them you yeah. know it's un, it's unbelievable the videos you said they put their eye right in your eye and and and, and when that happened my, my daughter had a spiritual experience uh, the videos you sent were magical we have to do it that's a great idea yes let's plan it all right my friend all right love you Talk love you soon. man bye love you at the end of every episode, I'll be answering a question from one of you guys. Nothing is off limits. Ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. Now it's time for another Ask Me Anything. Today's question is from Daniel. Daniel asks, hi, Dr. Cole, what's your favorite healthy holiday dish? Hmm, that's a good question. Let me think about it. I actually love a lot of different foods. Probably one of my favorite healthy holiday dishes is roasted Brussels sprouts. So freaking good. My wife makes it and we basically bake it Use some olive oil or avocado oil, add some onions in there, sweet potatoes, rosemary, some orange juice to kind of give it a little bit of sweet sweetness there. You can kind of squeeze half of a fresh orange. It is 
freaking amazing. And it's so healthy for you. I mean, there's so many health benefits to roasted Brussels sprouts in addition to the onions and the sweet potatoes and even the fresh squeezed orange juice. But let's talk specifically why I love it. it beyond it tasting amazing, I love Brussels sprouts because it's high in something called sephoraphane. Sephoraphane is a compound that's in different sulfur-rich vegetables, and it's been shown in studies to neutralize toxins, lower inflammation levels, protecting your DNA. It plays a pivotal role in methylation. Just tons of cool studies around it. Uh, and I have a double MTHFR gene variant, which just means my body doesn't methylate in some ways, not very well. Uh, so anyway, I can support methylation using food as medicine, using food as nutrition. And this is one way that I do it beyond it tasting so good. So yeah, roasted Brussels sprouts with all the flavor around it. Can't go wrong. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.